I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... <coughs> I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Hey everyone, welcome back to Les Hang Out, a place for the good, the bad, and the beautiful queers. From the West Coast, I'm Lee Holmes Foster. I could not bring myself to write the good, the bad, and the ugly queers because we don't <laughs> have it. any ugly queers it. here. Everyone, I won't beautiful. ask you to categorize yourself as one of yes. those either. At least not yet. No. And from the East Coast, I'm Ellie Brigida. Thank you to all of you beautiful queers listening. If you're a new listener, welcome. We're excited to have you here. Here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This Week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. And it is Pride Month, so we're going to kick it off with all of our Pride events. Lee, do you want to talk to us about Spirit Week? Spirit Week starts today, everyone. Today. If you are not already dressed up and hitting that hashtag, you should check out our Instagram, or our Twitter, because today is Dapper Day, and we are following that up with so many other days. So today, we want to see you in your fanciest best, whether that's a suit, whether that's a gown, whether that's whatever makes you feel your fanciest. And we are going to have every day this week be another spirit day leading up to Porch Pride on Saturday. So let's talk about some of the other days that we have coming up. Tomorrow is Pajama Day. We thought we would do a stark 180 from Dapper Day into some nice chill pajamas. Wednesday this week is going to be Cosplay Day. We want to see those characters. Who's your fave? If you are, you know, in quarantine with with your partner, show us your your OTP. We want to see them. Thursday, Snapback Day. 
Of course, a classic. I will try to participate, but Lord knows this hat, this head does not do well with hats. You'll hear about it in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Ellie's going to try her best. I'll do my best. Uh, And then Friday is flag day. So that's right. Whatever your flag is, the ace flag, era flag, trans flag, bi flag, gay flag, lesbian flag, whatever you feel represents you, whether it's multiple flags or just one, we want to see you in those colors. Wrap yourself up in that flag. Yes, do it. Uh, What we are going to be doing is we are going to be posting uh, ourselves and sharing ones that we see this week on our social medias with hashtag Pride Spirit Week and hashtag Les Hangout. So send us those photos. We want to see all of your happy, proud faces all week long. And then we are going to be ending on Saturday with the party of them all. Tell us about Porch Pride, Ellie. Porch Pride. Porch Pride. Our pride and joy in our hearts. (gasps) We are going to be celebrating this Saturday, 1 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and YouTube, where we'll be live streaming with all of our amazing guests, I'm going to rattle them off as quickly as I can. We have Shayna and Chris from Bad Queers. You're going to hear from them in this episode. We have Lauren and Nicole from Coming Out Pod. We have Dana Pickley, our favorite fairy gay mother. We have two mommies and a baby, Naisha and Samantha. We have my dog Rambo, probably on the porch, and you can hear him right now. And we also have Kay Martinez, an amazing diversity and inclusion specialist and is going to rock it on their porch in Boston. I'm so excited. It's going to be a blast. And Lee and I. Oh, also we'll be there. Did you know? You can hang out with us. We're going to be announcing the winners of the bidding today. So you will know who is going to be hanging out with each featured guest. If you haven't had a chance to bid yet, hop on to biddingowl.com slash porchpride. Bid on your favorite guest. Get that virtual one-on-one. And all of the bidding will be donated to the charities that we have selected. So you can donate to a charity and get to hang out with some amazing LGBTQ people. It's going to be a blast. We'd like to give a big thank you to our Porch Pride sponsor, Harpoon Brewing Company. I know I'm going to be drinking some Harpoon IPAs on my porch. If you're in Boston, you can order Harpoon for pickup. We would love to see you celebrating with your Harpoon and hanging out on your porches. During the month of June, 100% of the proceeds from Harpoon's Pride shirts and $2 per four-pack of Harpoon IPA will go directly to Boston Pride. So if you're supporting Harpoon, you also are supporting Boston Pride. We want everyone to remember that the original Pride was a riot. Pride continues to be a space that is important for all marginalized identities. Uh, And we want to take this opportunity, A, to celebrate our Pride as a queer community and also to help support the, the Black Lives Matter movements and all the protests going on. So it's a great cause. It's a great opportunity. And we're hoping it's going to be a great day. It's going to be great. Also, it is with a heavy heart that I do have to tell you, Pride Month does mean it's towards the end of our season. But so our season ends on June 28th, but we will still be hosting live events over the summer and starting on July 9th with Motherland Fort Salem trivia. So we're leaving you on the air, but we are coming for you (laughs) in the best way possible with Motherland Fort Salem trivia, July 9th. You might not have heard Ellie and I ever mention Motherland Fort Salem ever in the world, Um, but it's a show and we love it. And it seemed like people were excited about trivia. So we're going to do some Motherland trivia. We also had 
so much fun at Buffy Trivia last time that we, of course, had to bring you round two. We had just questions lying around that that we hadn't used already. So Buffy Trivia coming back for you July 30th. Do not miss it. You may have noticed that we canceled our Schitt's Creek Trivia on June 12th. We felt that people's attentions were needed elsewhere, and we want to be respectful of that. However, we do still want to celebrate Schitt's Creek, so we pushed our Schitt's Creek trivia to August 13th, if you want to join us there. And then the next one that we have scheduled right now is August 27th. That's right, we're going all summer. Uh, We are going to be hitting you up with some She-Ra Princesses of Power trivia. So buckle up, everyone. She-Ra's coming at you. So if you want to hang out with us for those trivia events, make sure you follow us on Facebook and check out our Eventbrite because that's where you can register for those events. In the greater Les universe, we also want to talk about a couple things going on. One of them, I'm sure many of you have seen, but in case anyone didn't, uh, we wanted to give a huge, huge shout out to Kyler Lee, who came out. She didn't uh, assign any labels to herself, and so we will not be using any, but she did come out as being part of the queer community and talked a lot about how meaningful the role of Alex Danvers and especially Alex Danvers' whole coming out story was to her on the show, and so we just wanted to give a huge shout out to her, uh, welcome her with big open arms, because it's not like the queer community didn't love you already, Kyler, but we just, you know, that we much love more. you even that much more now, so congratulations, happy coming out. Yes. I also would personally like to shout out Vagrant Queen. I know a lot of our listeners have been telling us to watch it. I finally started watching last week. I had a few minutes to watch. It's a great show. It has an amazing queer woman of color as the lead. And that is so important, especially now. So if you're looking for some queer POC rep to follow and watch, I would highly recommend watching Vagrant Queen on sci-fi. Especially right now, because I think it is still a question whether or not it's going to be renewed for a second season. So it's a great time to get those uh, viewing numbers up if you're looking for something to watch. That's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee. We are so excited to bring you episode 18 of season three, Bad Queers. And we're thrilled to have some experts here to help us dive into the topic. We're joined today by Shayna and Chris who both work at Her, and you might know them from their awesome new podcast, Bad Queers, the podcast for people who feel like they came out of the closet and got placed in a box. Thank thanks you so much for us. being here. Yeah, thanks for having us. Absolutely. I've never been called an expert. So. Yeah, right? <laughs> I was like putting Jeez. that on LinkedIn That right might have now. been the best thing that happened this year to me, so, you know. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> They're both wearing white lab coats, and uh, they look very official. The, the glasses are Notepads. on the bridge of the nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Notepads and, and pencils out. Thumb. I don't know what you would call it. Bad Queerology? Ooh. Ooh. I like that. That was the winner. Yeah. That was it. The sounds yeah, happened. Already. That, yeah, it. that got the sound. That got the sound <laughs> of approval. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your podcast? Yeah, so Bad Queers uh, was a labor of love where we felt that so many people had been coming together and just sticking with these stereotypes that got kind of forced upon you as soon as you come out. It's just like, you know, the snapback lesbian, the Vans lesbian, all of these things that you just came to. So we had actually been watching uh, the new season of the L Word Generation Q and that very last episode where she's talking to Roxanne Gay and asking a question and getting in her feels. And she stops and she's like, am I a bad queer? 
And I was like, that's it. That's that's the podcast. We need to talk about this. So our podcast ranges from a bunch of serious topics to us poking fun at the LGBTQ plus community, where we open it up with a queer urban dictionary. We break down the news because you don't get to hear about that in everyday life. People, for some reason, take our advice and uh, we do unpopular <laughs> queer opinions and we shout out different LGBTQ plus uh, brands, people, somebody doing great things. So all of it is to highlight and expand upon the experience that it's not just one thing that we get put in this box of labels to go with. It's a whole fluid experience. And that's all we're trying to do. Look, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good, Shannon. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Know, did you prepare that? That was beautiful. That was beautifully executed. <laughs> I'm like literally here as her hype person. Like, yeah, all of those things. <laughs> I do love it, though, especially we'll get to it at, towards the end in part of our Q&A, the Queer Urban Dictionary. Like some of the terms, you're just like, I did not know that this existed. What was, let me see, uncork the pork? I knew it was going to be that one. Chris, Chris, <laughs> Chris, do you want to talk about it? Chris, do you want to talk about yeah, it? Yeah, um, that's the, uh, that's when Shana introduced some filth to our um, <laughs> podcast. Um, I'm sorry. I didn't know that was going to happen. No, it's, like, it was amazing. We're going to talk about I stopped <laughs> and I was like, It comes back. Uh, that yeah. So That's funny though. So funny. And it was funny because like, you know, we'll do our pre-production and everything and, you know, I'll just like run through and I'm just like, okay, just, okay. Whoa. <laughs> just, I was like, what is this? And she's like, let's just start. And I was like, wow. All right. Yes, we're going there. So yeah, uncork the pork. Yeah, uncork I literally hit pork. record as soon as she like processed what the title of the word was and or the phrase. And I was just like, we, we are going. We are going and we are starting mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. And you can just, that is probably my favorite episode we have recorded so far is just opening with that. <laughs> that's glorious. Lee, do you, my pearls. do you know what uncorking the pork is? I don't and I'm waiting for someone to tell me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Chris, Chris, do you want to tell No, me? I think that you should Educate stand me, behind you got the your word. This is your job. <laughs> no, Shana <laughs> needs to stand beside her phrase and define it. <laughs> yes, yeah, so when you uncork the pork, it's basically when you want to go and finger a girl, but she has a tampon. So you have to pull out the tampon to then be able to finger her. Uncork the pork. Uncork gotcha. the pork. It's now, just what it sounds like. Now, a question, like. though. Is there a different word if they use, uh, like, a diva cup? Ooh. Ooh, that's a good question. Ooh. Next I still, episode. I still think right. what that is. Right? Yeah. I still think it's uncorking. I still think okay. it has an element of something. uncorking. But, yeah. I mean, like, a tampon resembles a cork so much more mm -hmm. than, like, a diva cup does. My God, Lee. Just You're a question. Something. You're on something with that. We <laughs> in the next episode. We're gonna have yeah. this ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> a question not prompted by any particular circumstances of my own current life. That's just you know. Just, I'm just curious. Look, yeah. I'm curious. just asking for science. This yeah. is research. This is absolute yeah. research <laughs> that we need to go and investigate with our lab coats and glasses. We're ready. <laughs> <laughs> and and as a proud scientist type person, I appreciate it. Yes. Speaking of investigating. Let's dig in. What is a bad queer? Ooh. Hard, ah. hard question, but. Well, what is, what is a bad queer in the context of your podcast? Let's put it that way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for me, it's just, you know, there's a respectability within the Black community where there's a right way to be Black or used to be uh, that's slowly fading away. And I feel like we kind of have that in the queer community where there's kind of a, like a correct way to be queer. And there's, you know, as Shana mentioned, like, you come out of the closet and then you 
are right into these labels that you just like, you just kind of have to go with, like, you don't really get to think about it or anything. And I think, uh, especially with the younger generation, it's a lot more fluid. People could just be whoever they want to be. And that may seem bad to some people, you know? So I think bad queers to me, or just being a bad queer is being true to yourself and not kind of looking at what's going on within your community to, to kind of put that on yourself. Like, oh, okay, I have to be this way because this is what my community is doing. This is what other people within my community is doing. So I, I literally have to do this. And I think for the longest time, it's been that way within the queer community. And we're kind of slowly getting out of that. I also really like it because it's so funny. Uh, I feel like we're like opposite sides of the podcasting coin, Mm -hmm. you know, in terms of like what our podcasts do. (laughs) Because I think Ellie and I started this podcast with the idea of like, we as a community have so many, so many shared experiences, you know? And so it's like, let's do something to talk about those. Like, what are the things where like, what are the, the similarities, you know, kind of across the board? And it's funny because we have had people reach out to us, you know, like we've gotten emails before where people are like, yeah, I don't know. Like I came out you know, later, or, like, I was married and, like, you know, came out in, like, my 40s and stuff, and they're like, I, like, I just feel like I haven't experienced everything that you talked about in this episode, and we're like, that's, like, that's totally fine. <laughs> like, that's okay. Yeah. You don't have to have experience. Like, there's a, a performative aspect to us coming on this show and acting like every single topic that we talk about is, like, a near and dear meaningful experience that we have experienced, that, like, we've gone through. I mean, of course, that's not, you know, it's yeah. like, I feel like right. U-hauling is like the biggest one that like comes to my mind. <laughs> right. Where you're just like, we're mm-hmm. talking about U-hauling and we're like, everyone does it. But like, also some people don't. You know? Yeah, like some <laughs> people don't. Like some people but, actually. And like, that's okay too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, it's, I mean, it's right. that. And it's been interesting uh, so far with the feedback of people wanting to solicit and just give out their like bad queer opinions. Like, because there are some fiery <laughs> bad queer opinions out there that it's just I like, love them. all right, well. Well, you're still community, you're still family, you know, you might be on the edges of what, you know, a lot of us would agree with, but we're all fam. We're all family. Right. What are some of, like, to you, the biggest ones that were the most shocking bad queer revelations or, like, unpopular opinions? Oh, God. Um, Shayna, are we allowed to say the one that you told me about your friend with the adoption thing? Please say it. it. Okay, so this was one we actually haven't talked about yet. Yeah. But one of my friends wrote in and he was just like, oh my gosh, I have so many bad queer opinions. But one of the ones that he put out that we haven't discussed yet was that he said uh, surrogacy is unnecessary. He was like, we have way too many kids in the world that need to be adopted, that need to be fostered. And he was like, as the queer community, we shouldn't be doing that. And I was like, ooh, this is going to open up a whole new conversation that we have to discuss like once that we have discussed like uh chris pointed out that uh she feels that the pride flag has too many colors it does and we've had so (laughs) many like i don't think we've had anybody really disagree yet no not with the pride flag i i again and great for this podcast because there's a small little community of us that are like hey i know that each you know color stands for something it's great I'm going to be honest. I just I just wish that we could just talk redesign, maybe get a little bit more creative. We're very creative. So I just feel like maybe Pick we a new should, palette, maybe. Yeah, what, let's, yeah, you what know. What you want it to look like. You know, I don't think it should just be up to me. But I just don't <laughs> want all of the colors. Like, we were just like, all of the colors. Yeah, throw them on. And it's like, cool as a marker. But I maintain that even the pride flag emoji isn't better than the rainbow emoji. Oh, yeah, like, and, you know what I mean? It's not even the best queer emoji in your phone. 
Like the rainbow emoji is better than the pride flag emoji. Like I just, I mean, Agreed. we can just do better. I don't think I've ever posted the pride flag emoji. I'll be honest. It's kind of lame. It's yeah, I lame. use the rainbow emoji. Yeah, every time. rainbow's way better. So I, I don't know. Yeah, I am like rainbow city though. I'm like like when you're like too many colors, and I'm like looking down at my feet. I have like my Converse <laughs> on. They like have rainbow down the side, and I'm like, yeah. Too many <laughs> <colors>. <laughs> totally. It's so funny though because it's like okay, so obviously we're prepping for this episode. I mean, we want to talk about you know like what what makes you a bad queer. We're gonna get into it, but that's um just while we're on it, like my wife, her like number one thing that it would always be like I'm a bad queer for this is she's like I hate rainbows like I hate them she's like I hate everything being rainbow I do not want rainbows on all my stuff I don't want a rainbow on my hat I don't want a rainbow on my hoodie I don't like she would just hates rainbows she has a and she's like I know it's like it's hard to be gay and hate rainbows she but has yeah a community and yeah. we are starting to see more of that kind of <laughs> we posted that unpopular opinion on our social media and people were like oh my god thank you for saying it and I was just like this is uh why we made this podcast Oh comments like that is to be like look come and find this connection yeah our unpopular queer opinions have ranged yeah i yeah. was like from that serious topic to this topic to how much i hate crocs and i don't even know if that's a queer thing like you that's know it's not, just but it's a person that was a personal attack against me and i don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. and the croc community but it was a personal attack I don't and know what you're talking you know about. that has are you wearing them right now? They're near me. They are near my feet. I'm sorry. I look down there. They are near me. They're comfortable. They're comfortable. And I too used to be croc phobic, but I overcame that. And I'm trying to get Shayna to a place where she's at a croc acceptance and at least happen. not hating openly and all that. So say you bought like rainbow crocs. Where do these fall in the spectrum wow. here? Worst of um, first off, <laughs> Lee, I would not buy and purchase with my money <laughs> rainbow Crocs. Now, if Crocs wanted to donate, <laughs> right, no rainbow if they Crocs. came here, you, you know what? I'll, I would accept them as my own if I were given rainbow Crocs, but uh, would not seek them out. No. Secret Santa. Wait, so what color That's are right. your Crocs? Don't you dare. I'm going to do dare. it. Don't you dare. I'm doing it. Don't you dare. Uh, I have a black pair and I have a navy pair. I've started something. Right. I apologize. Yeah, she better not. She better not. I will listen. I will not go to the party. You will. <laughs> the holiday party. Is, you will. You, nope. I will you'll not go because it's a work function and we get paid to be there. And you'll. I'm be there. sick <laughs> already. <laughs> sick already. I love so it. months in advance. I feel like we need to discuss um, the astrology unpopular opinion mm. Mm. Um, well wait so because when before we before we actually started recording turned on our mics and everything we were already getting some throwing out the reasons that we're bad queers can we go through who is the bad queer who who is the non-astrology queer in the space because now i don't remember who accused who of what it's me it's you shana it me. it's me too so it's okay i'm with you yes but let's let's talk a little bit about how that how that makes you. I love queer. how in this Zoom squares, I'm at least in mine, I'm right above Chris, and we both are shaking our heads yeah. like, at the same time, <laughs> disapprovingly <laughs> at the people to our to our left. <laughs> the not yeah, in, in mine, we're all in a row. Yeah, mine is <laughs> mine is all in a line, and we are sandwiched in between your disapproval. Yeah. So. Well, either yeah. way, the disapproval Brilliant. is present. Yes. Brilliant. We just want y'all to know yourselves on a deeper yes. level. But, you know, yeah, sure. Don't know yourself. Go wow. ahead, though. Yeah. Wow. Explain explain your reason that you don't want to know yourself better. Wow. Okay, Shade. Yeah. No, Wait, sh what's your, what's your sign? McGee. Okay, see, this is how. 
this escalated. <laughs> yeah, but what is question. it though? Because no, <laughs> because you already see, once you ask that question, you already like feel the judgment that is about to come based off of my answer. Is it judgment or is that it's your judgment. insecurity? Because it's I, judgment. all I hear right now through my headphones is your insecurities. Look, you know, remember that time that Robin said you needed to order new headphones? We need to get them upgraded. <laughs> so should, uh, go ahead and make that purchase. I don't because, know. Ellie, yes. did you hear the insecurity? Do you hear I the I did. It's coming through my headphones. It, yeah. Well. Okay. Really Just wanted to make Everybody's going to have to get new headphones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to check the reviews <laughs> on these headphones. <laughs> Oh, but no, God. I just, I hate when people come up and they're like, oh, hey, like, what's your name? What do you do? And then what's your sign? And it's almost like your sign just tells you all of the rest of the things about you when it's like, no, you don't know me. Don't base it off of this. Mm-hmm. And going through, I'm just like, no. And then they want to ask your moon sign and your sun sign and the ocean sign and your mom's sign. And then what time were you born? And I'm like, you don't need to know all of this about my life when I just met you. And then come through with judgment about it. It's unnecessary. Sit here and ask me everyday questions like you're trying to get to know somebody rather than just going off of that and being like, oh, like I've actively had somebody be like, oh, you're an Aquarius? Yeah, I can't date you. We're not compatible. And it's walked mm-hmm. off. I was like, well, you missed out. That's on oh, you. So, so oh. is this the no, root so of why you're Aquarius? Yeah, yeah, this is the thing. Is this, I saw, a, this is the I traumatic the moment? This is the moment. This is the traumatic moment. This is in the moment. Okay. I'm just saying right. facts of scenarios right. that have happened in life. All right. Please and thank you. I will say, I can't understand that. However, like, I am also that person, so I'm so sorry. <laughs> I I told Lee. Oh, we've done our co-star compatibility, we and we're just podcast co-hosts together. together. Wow. Oh, yeah. But, okay, I will say, most often, it confirms what I already know, which I like, because I have never been not compatible with someone that I like. But if there's something like weird going on, I'm like, why is there something weird going on? And then astrology confirms it. Yeah. So Ellie, Ellie made us run our charts together. She made me download CoStar, create an account just so that we could see. And I will say, um, as much as I do also think that astrology is like mostly kind of bunk, um, we are platonically perfect for each other. Ooh, we have all smiley faces. That's a beautiful it's, thing. It's yeah. smiley faces across the board, except for sex, which, which works out great for us. And yeah. so. see, astrology confirmed that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you would have them building a natural relationship would have confirmed that too, but here we are. Which is old fashioned, <laughs> but which is old half fashioned, <laughs> but we it's old fashioned. Right. You could have done it the old fashioned way and all that, but now you know. Like now mm-hmm. you know. Man, well, I will say I didn't like download an app to get all of my information. <laughs> You know, I used to think astrology was dumb, like, growing up, because it would be, like, they would just rotate the same thing to the different signs in my mind. I was like, didn't they just say this about Taurus, like, two weeks ago? But now, like, as, you know, more information has come out, and maybe there were moon and sun signs before, but there's, like, more information. So even the the moon and sun signs, like, I think that is a more accurate insight into your just how you are. It just helps you understand yourself. It doesn't mean everything is true. Everybody has different experiences. But there's a lot of things that just unlock stuff about yourself where you're like, oh, hmm, yeah, no, that's 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 me and all that. So, you know, I guess I'm going to do co-star with her. We have to do it. You have I, to I, do it. I have to know. What if we're not friends for real? Like, we should know that through astrology. Like, sh- astrology should confirm that for us. So we we would know. What if your whole relationship is a lie and just nobody has told you yet via an app? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's always it's always the question I ask myself at night. Yeah, right? you know, because there's an <laughs> app for everything. What if everything I know to be true mm-hmm. is false? 
because yeah. <laughs> because, <laughs> because of an app. Man, I feel yeah. for all of those people in the world that have lived without apps before this and just never knew. It was so hard for them. It could have happened so simple. It was so hard for them to know. <laughs> I have a question though for you, Shayna. Yes. Do you like personality quizzes in general or no? Yeah, I love me a personality quiz. They're just entertaining. So that for me, I think is more is what astrology is. It's like it's like a personality quiz where you like tell certain things about people and then you can dissect it and have fun with it. That's what it is for me. But I there's no know. quiz to it. Yeah, it's just yeah, you're it already is putting arbitrary. Label. You just already put there. But it's not arbitrary. I mean, it's like an open book quiz. I'm honestly. still up here with not Lee. Like okay. a still up here with Lee. <laughs> it's like it's an open book quiz. There's answers. It's okay. It's, it's, it's like you know. it's it's a waste of my time taking an open book quiz. That's what that. Uh, well, you just don't want to know yourself. Here's what I would enjoy. Here's okay. Here's what like the absolute giant nerd of me would enjoy mm-hmm. is like if someone knows if there is a study out there where someone has combined a personality quiz type thing where you self-report your understanding of like some of your own personality quirks or things or like what you portray externally versus how you feel internally and also done then a correlation to people's charts i would be so fascinated to read that study that's what i want to see okay do it you're gonna have to do it now Okay. Yeah. I okay. Well, I've just got nothing. I've got nothing but time these days, so you know that's <laughs> gonna work out so great. <laughs> but I would venture to hypothesize the personality quiz would confirm the astrology. That's all I'm saying. I, I would put my money on that as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, would. sure, take that quiz. Well, someone, if you want. someone somewhere is gonna do this for for like their thesis somewhere, and they're gonna send us their dissertation, and I will be very excited to read. So it. You would have to do the, it with people who group. don't know their sign. You would have to do it with children. <laughs> i'm sorry i'm like debating the validity of this study but yeah i don't already. think so i think you could correct for it i bet if you do i bet if you have two groups of people like who are into astrology and people who aren't because i think you'd have to right to have like some sort of control mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. like are you answering that way because you think you should or are you answering that way because that's actually the truth the chicken or the egg or the moon i'm just saying <laughs> if i was designing this study you'd have a group of both okay mm-hmm. all right all right fair I get it. Okay, let's talk about musicals, though. Can we talk about that? Because that was the other one. Absolutely. Let's talk about musicals. I just want to get it all out there. I just want to dig in. Put a movie on. I don't want to hear people sing. I like, I just don't. What? 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 Have you heard Ellie sing? I mean, I don't want to hear people sing in a movie. So Mm. that's why I hate musicals. Like, cartoon. And Shana tried to pull a fast one. Like, ooh, cartoon, (laughs) the musical. That's fine. Children want to hear singing in movies. I did want to hear, you know, Lion King was great growing up. I just don't. I love Grease. I love Dreamgirls. I forgot what the third one was that I liked. It was a cartoon. It didn't count. Oh, okay. That's why. Uh, Well, yeah. See, I just, I don't come to movies to hear you sing about what's happening in your life. Like, she's like, watch Friends. I was like, I don't want to hear them sing their life. To ask you a question. This might kill Ellie. Like, Ellie (laughs) might explode. It's painful. It is painful for me. However, I understand this perspective because to be fair, like, I'm a musical person and Mm -hmm. I've dated people who are not. And then I'm like, watch this musical. And they're like, this is weird as hell. And like, Why? They just started to sing because they love each other. And she's like, can't they just talk to each other? And that's me. Like, no. It's always more emotional if you're singing. The exactly. emotion. The, and I don't need around. that. I'm just like, tell them. Just, just stop, stop. I'm like, everybody stop the music. Just talk. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get through this. Like, I was like, that conversation was probably about five minutes. But in the movie, in that musical... It was like, a, uh, it felt 
to me like a 10 minute number where I'm like, God damn, it's like, is it three verses to this song or this conversation? It's just too much. Like, I don't What would it. Sister Act have been without? Sister <laughs> Act wasn't a musical. Yeah, they had right. musical moments. They, sing. they had musical moments. No, I'm well, talking about a musical m- is. It's talking with some musical moments. I'm talking about a that musical right that's like throughout the movie where it's just like. It was throughout the movie. No, they didn't sing the, the entire movie. I'm thinking. Musical, and it is on Broadway. Okay, I'll, I'll do I think what you're claiming the distinction is, is they they sing because they're singing in real life. They're not singing as a as like on top of where normal humans would be talking. Yeah, like there's just regular scenes of people just talking, which is fine. Like, that's fine. Like, I know there's me. I like music. <laughs> and all that, but I don't music. want to. Right? <laughs> like, Ellie's gonna start rumors on here. She's like, Christian says I'm like Chris music. hates music. Chris yep. hates music. <laughs> what no, are no. your thoughts on something like Hamilton, where there is no dialogue? All of the dialogue is just put to a beat, basically. I'm gonna watch Hamilton when it comes out, or is it gonna be available on Disney it's Plus gonna soon? Be, it's gonna be. It's soon. gonna live stream. So I don't somewhere. remember when it's coming out. Okay. I'm going to watch it because of the hype, but I will even say one of my favorite uh, musicals that I didn't name with uh, before is The Wiz, which is like the Black Wizard of Oz. I love it. Michael Jackson, Diana Ross, a whole bunch of people are in there. And I watched it like, or tried to watch it a couple weeks ago. There we ago. go. I was about to say, you liar. <laughs> I stopped. I stopped it. I was like, oh, I love you all, but this is, I'm so tired. Everyone has sung. We're not even halfway through this movie. I'm so tired. It's just too much singing. I have to be, I have to work up to just like, okay, wow, they're going to, they're going to sing this movie, huh? This My question movie. is, sorry, you said you like Dreamgirls mm-hmm. and I love Dreamgirls, but also Dreamgirls does have a lot of random talk singing. Ooh. So what is it about that that makes it like, you're like, oh, that's fine. Mm. But Let's these ones that. are not. Let's dig into that, Chris. The whole number, <laughs> you know what number I'm talking about, like where so. they're all just singing at each other in the, um. On the where stage. Effie gets replaced. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they're just singing words. Like, it's a conversation. They're just singing. They're just if singing. this helps, I haven't seen Dreamgirls in a while, and I do not remember that scene. You know what scene that. it is. I don't. Wait, what song? <laughs> it's iconic. What, what song Effie, were they singing? We got pain. That's, you know? That was beautiful. That Thank was you. really good. That was good. Look. <laughs> that was good. I can't, um, I can't not. <laughs> now I need to sing because um, you hate musicals. We're actually I know. Gonna have to You're take gonna a brief just... hiatus so that Ellie can like sing something for us and then we'll be back. <laughs> I could literally do that entire scene, but I will not. Ellie's right. got the share wig sitting right next to her. Right. And then, right. Ellie's just going to sing the rest of this interview to me. Uh, and I'd be like, do not tempt her. But Ooh. I feel like I had my girlfriend watch Dreamgirls and mm-hmm. she, she was like, I love Listen. Like she loved the song that Beyonce does, mm-hmm. obviously. Yep, She's naturally. like, I love that song. I loved a few of the other ones. She's like, you could have cut. She's like, I would have cut the rest of the the musical where they're just singing at each other and Ugh. just had the scenes where they sang and they were like meaning to sing. Yeah. Disappointing. That was her take. You know? I disagree. I was like, the scene where they're on stage is the best scene that's ever happened in musical history. But it's okay. Oh, it's wait. You guys are talking about the like, I'm telling you part, right? Yes. Right yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole part. Yes. Gotcha. Part that segues into that. Yeah. Gotcha. 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 I mean, you know, good scene. I like the movie. I haven't seen it in a while, (laughs) but great movie. Um, Just, nah. Like, I just, I just don't want to hear singing throughout my movie. I just don't. So you hate Rent, I'm guessing. I don't even have. Actually, don't eat. I've never seen Rent. But I've I've heard, you know, the the songs from The Rosario Dawson as a stripper. 
But you keep saying that I could see Rosario Dawson no. at, in in compromising or sexual situations in other movies but not where she's me. not singing. Because which adds it. But I don't want her to effect. sing. I don't want Rosario. I don't want to hear her. <laughs> you don't know because you haven't heard it yet. But I, I literally as missing. Like me as a being, like my own my own stuff. Like I don't want to hear Rosar- Rosario Dawson sing. Like I've never just been like, wow, I wish. I wish there was just a way to know how Rosario Dawson sounds singing. Like I've never. Yeah. Well, we have solutions. I never that's sat. Why, that's why you, you know, never wonder because we have the solution out there. So you didn't need to wonder. When I found out that there was a solution to that, it's like it's a diverse. I kept it moving. I probably turned on a movie of real life that needs to be that didn't have singing throughout. So and that's you know. you need <laughs> to give it the should we like give you a minute? Should we? We'll go. <laughs> we'll Another thing, I, I, I think I think musical. I have an important question. Uh-huh. Because, I mean, I I get, and I'm sure we're going to dive into some more right after I finish saying this, but we can go back and forth on on the validity of the opinions in all of these. What I'm curious about is, why are there certain things that queer people feel stronger about than other things? Right? Like astrology, I want to start there because I think that's a a big one. I think musicals is going to be a little bit more split in the field. But what is it about some of these opinions, right, that that really are, they have nothing to do with being queer. Why are they so tied to queerness? Shana, you want to take this? Because <laughs> I was like, I'll tell you why <laughs> the musicals like, are. Wow, wow. But, um, no, yeah, I no. think, I mean, queer, the queer community has to claim their space in areas. Like, we claim it. Like, straight people, especially like, okay, so if I point out, like, southern straight people have claimed camo, They've claimed the guns, they've claimed the hunting, they've claimed the trucks. They have done that. Where then we stopped and it was like, all right, well, you know what we're going to do? We're going to take the Subarus, we're going to take the Jeeps, and that's what the queer community is going to have. And what? Did you This is that? my first time hearing this. This is, I'm I just on the journey too. This is, this is too. a whole new. <laughs> I'm just on this journey too. Like, this guess. is the first time I've heard this as well. <laughs> but I felt it in my soul. <laughs> and I feel like there are so many things that we do just tie to as like for those things that are outwardly like astrology used to be tied into more you know like psychics and witches and all of these things things that were seen as like outside well witches we know canonically are gay so that you know exactly that's fair all of it just really ties into history and that's all it is are you ready to shop rakuten's big give week is back get 15 percent back at hundreds of stores and it's all happening this week may 6th to may 13th it's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of the 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. No, but how does it how has it lasted this long? Right? Like how is it that now like I understand as someone because who actual doesn't really see any any real value in astrology that if I go into a queer spaceman, I can tell you my chart, I can tell you my sign mm-hmm. and my moon sign and my rising. Like I I know the answers because I know it's going to come up, right? And you know you have to know or you're going to have to sit there and have someone lecture you about how you really need to like understand <laughs> I hate those lecturing astrology via astrology. <laughs> Yeah. So why is that? Like, why are there certain things? Like, how does it make you a bad queer to not be into astrology? Right? Yeah. You know what? I think with astrology, too, um, just as queer people, we're always looking to understand ourselves a little bit more and just um, obviously more than other groups. And it's changing rapidly now. But we do try and label ourselves or at least just have a better understanding since we, you know, had to kind of just figured that out a a lot of us in uh in the beginning so whether we gravitated towards astrology or obviously certain words like butch uh femme and just like we like labels we like understanding you know or just further understanding ourselves and like being able to be like okay and there's community with that like you know a libra party is just so great to see when i meet another libra it's like wow family, like lost family, just like we understand each other. There's little, obviously different uh, quirks and everything, depending on how you grew up and just how you are, but it's a family. It's, it really is. It's just like every Libra person is the same person, kind of the same person to me. We're just like friendly and around. So I think that's cool. It's like your little tribe and we're always looking for tribe. We're always looking for labels or, and family and community. And I think astrology is such a active community as musical in the drama community is and we're all just very close to it it's also like a it's a community that like brings its own extra set of labels to everything right like because it it is funny like we do we did a whole episode um with uh lauren flans from coming out pod and talking about like the the lesbian stereotypes like what you know like what lesbian are you are you like a butch lesbian or a femme lesbian or like this lesbian and lauren and ellie uh are both blue jean femmes blue jean femme lesbians Uh, and we had this whole list and I was like, I'm not on the list. Like, I don't fit. None of these are right for me, you know? And so we, we came up with a new label or like, I came up with a new label for myself on the episode, uh, which is an Andrew femboy. And I literally, I made a shirt design for us. Cause I was like, you know what? No one else is going to make the made up label that I just made for myself <laughs> into a shirt. So I'm going to make a shirt for us. And I made the shirt design and it literally is just Andrew femboy in a box. And I was like, because if I'm going to put myself in a box, this is my box, right? And like, I just, I want it. I want my box on a shirt so that I can wear it and then be like, that's me. 
Yeah. This is my box. Here I am, yeah. right here. It's it's like literally drawn as as heavy handedly as you could hope to make it. But astrology does kind of bring its own little you know, extra labels for you. Like yeah. if I go out and try to find a Pisces shirt, it's not hard to come by. Yeah. And the also don't even, I'm a cusp, which is like, I only learned what that was in the last five years, which is like, I'm a Libra Scorpio uh, cusp. So my Scorpio friends, I ask them, Hey, what are some negative traits that we have? And they tell me, and I'm like, Oh my God, some of those are me. And so I am lucky enough to have community with Libras and Scorpios. So <laughs> my God, like Shayna, if you only if you only just took the dive into this magical world, you might be a cuss. I wish I wish not everyone know. could see what this call looks like right now. <laughs> I'm I just, trying so hard not to be like, that makes so much sense that you're a cuss oh, but a Scorpio man. because I'm a water sign too. And so of course we both are water signs, <laughs> even though you're a cuss. Like <laughs> see? There's so much and that I'm you like, guys are meeting. Don't let it come out. <laughs> bottle it. Bottle See? it, Ellie. <laughs> See? So, yeah. like it's just, And then even for me, like, uh, it came up uh, during our, our um, podcast, Diet Stud. Like, I've always felt like a not really do you quite need a there. shirt? I'll make a shirt for you. I do need yes. a Diet Stud shirt. Yes. People have, re- it's okay. resonated with folks. I never felt that I was uh, the most masculine um, lesbian. And when I was growing up, it was like, we were in that time of like either or, like you were either a hardcore femme or just like a hardcore stud. And I was just like, oh, wow, not either. Um, so yeah, like, and I remember being in college and going out to uh, queer parties and I would have somebody ask like, because of being just kind of, uh, I would always dress like a gay man, really honestly in college. Like I kind of prided myself in that. But then it gave off the wrong, not the wrong signal, but it yeah, people were just like, okay, so what? are you back then like they couldn't place me and I was just like I, I'm I'm fly I don't I don't know I don't know what to say <laughs> like, I was like do you like my outfit yeah I was like I don't <laughs> I don't know what you're asking <laughs> so you know yeah we're always going to just find new ways and, and all that and we're just very close to the once we do self-identify or find more community we cling on to it again you cling on to it and you also like I do have to say there is something because especially listening to you describe like diet stud as like this is a thing that i that's like me mm-hmm. and it's like such an easily digestible thing to like give to someone else to be like here's how you can understand me better you know and like i wonder if that's also a huge appeal of the astrology yeah yeah little, listen little i and you. my wife sends me all of these pisces things and i was just like my god thank you so much i could go somewhere and look i could i could go to an app and just know more about my wife. Just like, my God, you're so moody. But it's not your fault. <laughs> it is not your fault. You have so many feelings, Pisces. You have so many feelings. <laughs> like, and I'm able to we do that. We do have a lot of feelings. It's so true. Oh, you're a Pisces? Oh, my God. Oh, oh Ellie and I Me both and are. are both oh, Pisces. my God. Oh, so many feelings, you guys. My so God. Bad. So many feelings. We, we need to talk about them every single week. <laughs> yes. I mean, oh, look, God. we recorded like a solid two-hour episode on... Uh, portrait of a lady on fire we have a lot of feelings oh, wow. oh, i mean that's <laughs> okay. understandable though yeah. that's I mean, a nothing solid but, nothing but tension in that movie. breakdown honestly yeah nothing but tension in that movie Ooh, so much tension. i regret nothing i regret <laughs> that movie is two hours of tension and closed captioning yeah. Yes. <laughs> do we want to talk about musicals or do you want to say why you're a bad queer, Ellie? Okay, yeah, I'll talk about why I think I'm a bad queer because I was thinking about it today. I was like, all right, we're doing this episode. 
what is there some what what is the thing that like I'm like I just can't do it it's it's not in my queer identity and I can't wear hats Hmm. and it really people try to put me in a snapback tell me to wear a beanie and I'm like I can't do it I don't have the head for it what Hmm. am I gonna do should I give up I think you bring me with you places because I look great in hats (laughs) I'm just saying that's like, like so bad. This is me. I could yeah. be. I could see you in beanies. Yeah. I was like, have you tried right. everything? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> now Warby Parker has the the virtual lenses. I'm literally in my head just putting you in all like, these different hats. Oh, it's yeah, like, like, like swipe, yeah. yeah. We should <laughs> try it. Lee, yeah. can you do that? Lee, Lee, I'm like Lino's Photoshop. I I can I can I can't guarantee the accuracy of these results I don't need it to look good it just needs to look funny okay I know I was just I was more so that like you sounded sad that you couldn't wear hats yeah I I was like Alicia are you sad do you want (laughs) you want to be in the hat community then go for it like I'd never but I also have a fro that gets in the way so I think I've accepted it it's just like you know when people are just around you all wearing the same thing and then you're like should I be wearing that and then you sort of realize, like, no, I actually, I, I can't wear hats, but also I don't really want to wear hats. Mm. I still but... feel like there's a hat out there for you. It only takes one. It's, <laughs> honestly, I'm like, do you be happy? I think we've, I think we've discovered who is the pusher of the two of you. <laughs> All right. So next time I see Chris, we're gonna go hat shopping. We're gonna go hat shopping. And it's, <laughs> it's out there. All we you need let is you one. You all know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I will say, I mean, sometimes you just have to put some effort in LA because like I, I do love hats and I do look great in hats, but I'm also like approximately the size of a 12 year old child. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is very hard sometimes to find hats that are like me sized. So you got to work sometimes, you know, for that look. You got to. You know, I was just looking around my room. Yeah, like, I don't even I'm see done. a hat. <laughs> but I'm like, can I find one? Let me yeah, just see there. just for just for shits. I probably won't find one, but just to show yeah. you. Okay. I mean, I I feel like we could find Ellie a hat. Like, there's yeah. Fully... Just it's we're gonna paint a word picture for our listeners as Ellie goes to find a hat. Yep. I want like a big sun hat, Ellie. Just get the snapbacks I made us. I can't. Tell. Yes. Oh, oh, it is it is a sun oh. hat. It is so a I sun can't hat. I can't put my headphones back on. <laughs> I, mean, I think the problem is you need a hat that's not from like 1958. I was gonna say that is a <laughs> a 1940s like summer hat in the notebook <laughs> a in, a, in a in a um in a convertible, just like going down the beach. Yes. Yeah. This is yeah. full. Like if you added a rainbow to notebook, this would be it. The, yeah. 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 That's yeah. it. So like Ellie, not that hat. Not that one. <laughs> Not so that we'll is not the one. We'll get you a nice hat, Ellie. We'll get you a nice hat. I told yeah. you it was not going to work, and this is why because <laughs> I've been choosing the wrong hats. And it's only—it's purely aesthetically. I just don't think this is the era for that hat. <laughs> like, like, can somebody take a screenshot of this? Oh, I did. Don't worry, I got a bunch. <laughs> okay, great. Right. All right, I'll be back. I'm going to take this hat off. I know how our social media game works, Ellie. I got screenshots. Don't you worry. <laughs> Don't you sweat this it. This is quality content right now. I know. Here I was like, <laughs> no, Ellie can like find a, a hat. Podcast visual gag. It's just they really land so well. Yeah, yeah we're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to think a little deeper about yeah, this. Yeah, it's gonna be a Chris, lot harder. Chris regrets thought. saying that now. Yeah, I was like, fine. I should probably should probably walk that back a little bit. Like we could maybe find you a hat. <laughs> okay, but now, so now I have to ask Ellie, why are hats gay? What makes a good snapback so queer? Exactly, like it doesn't have to be, but I just feel like it's like it's like the flannel, right? It's like there are like certain aesthetics 
that we latch onto as a like as a flag. And especially as a femme presenting lesbian, I always am like trying to find a flag. Not a pride flag, but like <laughs> like this shirt I'm wearing right now. I feel like this is a gay shirt. But like I think that is like, a gay shirt. That is a gay you. shirt. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> it's a gray shirt, you guys, and it has like the uh contrast sleeves that are black, but it's like fitted. So it's like, hey, she may be able to like fix your sink, but she might also cycle on the weekends, which I don't know if any of those examples help you. I think think cycling on the weekends is better than what I was coming up with, which is like, she also may be going scuba diving later. She honestly could. She really couldn't that. Well, I think the thing I've realized in this episode is I really need to rethink my wardrobe. So... (laughs) I'm going to figure that out. I would wear that shirt, though. I would wear that shirt. That is is so a shirt I would wear. So, So here's what I love about this, because I think you have this whole podcast that's kind of based around the idea of, like, it is becoming more and more okay to be a bad queer. And I think it also coincides with, like, it being a little less important to flag so desperately, you know? Like, I do feel like there's a difference in terms of, like, how... What does it mean? Like, how do people find community and and how do we fit in those communities now versus 30 years ago? You know, when it was like, okay, well, you're not in your flannel, like, you know, and your Birkenstocks drinking a beer by your Subaru. Like, how will anyone ever know you're gay? Right. Like, (laughs) yeah. Like, how did we signal back then? I mean, it's I think it's definitely different than now. And especially it's different than now in terms of like other ways that you can find that that community. But it is funny, like, I don't know. I'm curious that I want to get into like the the difference, too, between like it's not like you wear your interest in astrology on your head, you know. So like what's the difference between that versus like the purely aesthetic things? I'm so curious now. I want (laughs) to dig into everything. This is this is what's happening. Well, I think a lot of it, a lot of the reasons why we also don't feel like we need to flag anymore and a lot more reasons why more people are becoming like the bad queers that we talk about and joke about is that there has been an increase in acceptance. There has been an Mm -hmm. increase in visibility. There's been an increase in like, Hey, we out here. We're not, we're not hiding in these closets anymore. We're not in these specific spaces where it would be deemed okay. But people still want that essence of like before when we had to seek out community, it was like, you found it, you latched onto it. It was great. And people still want that, deep connection but it's starting to spread and that's where like we're not having to fit those stereotypes of dressing a specific way it's like yes you can do that but there are certain things that you're still going to want to converse about but yeah but now it's like people still want to have that community they still want to have that connection but the topics and the conversations are becoming a bit more open like yes we're still going to have those snapback lesbians because now they've fit into it but when you throw it back it's like oh okay I had to wear that flag of like the snapback with the flannel because it showed that I was more masculine and more masculine meant this definition and now it's like everybody's fluid everybody can sit and it's not taboo to go and shop on the men's side of the store and get double looks because you're a girl going over to the guy's side and there's so or much... the little boy section if you're <laughs> yes. the size of a yes. 13 year old you know no no judgment anyway cheaper prices and and i think because so much of that is just growing people aren't feeling like they have to show up and show out all the time which is great because it's just like, yes, go out and be every day. Like, yes, there's still going to be people who are going to be extra. There's straight people who are extra. Like, let us be able to go and choose whether or not we're going to be extra or we're just going to be able to go out and truly unapologetically be ourselves and whatever that looks like. 
Yeah, it's like we're getting further into like real personalization now. Like before, it was just like we were just struggling just for acceptance and you know equality, and we still are. So, but now even just with even fashion, for instance, like there's just so many ways to express yourself. Like before, you did have to wear certain things as yeah to kind of just like throw it out there. Where it's just like, I gotta put this hat on or whatever, or just go through my old photos on Instagram. Like literally, if you go down it, it's like you had to wear certain things. Now, I mean, it going back to the kids, like I, I said this before on our podcast, but I was like, aside from the pod, uh, the Tide pods that they were eating in the cinnamon challenge, they've really gotten a lot of things right with just being accepting with everybody. Like they could care less. Like my younger cousin, who's 24, hates labels. She doesn't consider herself a lesbian, but she is queer and everything. So I'm like, what are you? And she will, she's like, I, I I mean, like they don't like labels at all. Like they just like to be themselves and she could swing from, yeah, wearing something really masculine to something feminine and everything. And that was, that, that, that's a change for, at least that I've seen in, you know, my generation, just things uh, in times changing and uh, things being more available and people being accepting. So yeah, you know, our, our, our generation's getting more accepting. What I still do find and this is no not to the older generations, but yeah, we grew up with a more rigid kind of community and like labels and everything. So even now, like you'll have somebody like an older lesbian, I see that happen a lot where they're like, they kind of roll their eyes even with like pronouns and stuff like that, because that's not even just of their era. Like they could not understand. They're just like, what? And it's because it was very rigid back then. Whereas like me, like, new term comes up i'm just like well great for these folks new new fam yeah come on in and everything it's just it's yeah it's expanding things are expanding language always evolves so yeah okay so now what a great transition because of course uh ellie and i were talking before you both hopped on the call about what was funny for the two of us trying to go through and figure out like okay what makes us bad queers and i i was saying like i literally went on and i'm like googling like lesbian stereotype silly things right and i'm like no i'm i'm that no i'm that no i'm that, i'm that one too <laughs> like, i was like okay how am i a bad queer and i think like the the top or like first one that like immediately came to mind is like well i'm like monogamous and old and lame and married right which like in some ways with exactly what you're saying now where like there is this everything is fluid and everything is open and everyone is kind of like past all these old like archaic ideas but then in some ways like now that that's become the thing that's like made me the bad queer where i'm like oh i'm not in a free open poly right. relationship where we're like dating around and seeing other people what's and wrong, like, with what's wrong with you exactly right so like Have how you tried does it? that <laughs> how does that balance in there right yeah yeah. I mean, well, you know what? I, it, it still just is like, for me, just preaching acceptance or just being okay with like, you know, bad queer is tongue in cheek because it is like, there's no such yeah. thing really as a bad queer. Like there really isn't. There is, there's no right way to queer, you know, like I've said before I could name. I'm on a shirt that says that now. What? There's no bad. <laughs> there's no right. All yeah. of our, <laughs> all of our shirts. Just make, there's just no make right way to queer. are more than happy to get you on that. Don't worry. Right, exactly. <laughs> but there's actual bad queers within our community. And I think we should think about like that in terms of their actions or their beliefs and everything. Um, not going to call out the wrong name, but I always reference uh, like Dick Cheney's daughter is a queer woman and we agree on nothing. Um, <laughs> you know, there's Peter Thiel that will probably do some, he does fuckity fuck shit and he's a, he's a queer man. 
So it's just like, you know, those there's actual bad queers out there that's not for community. And I think the things that we get hung up on aren't really, those are just like preferences yeah. in most cases. So Some people don't like musicals and we accept them anyways. Yeah, I just... <laughs> Just let me know when you're putting it. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll still come to the party. I'll still hang out. Just let me know when y'all are going to pop right in. I'm just going to, you know, then I'm just take a break. <laughs> you're like, I'm just going <laughs> to grab take some a break. snacks. <laughs> I'll be like, it's how long? Okay, yeah, I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back. I do love, though, that, like, the point is there are no bad queers. Right? Yeah. Like, that is really the point. Like, we're obviously, yeah, <laughs> we're joking about it. But, like, whatever you want to be, whatever label you want to have, like, if you're a part of our community, like you're not a bad queer. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's exactly. basically it. And that's and that's what we that's why we built it, because it was just there's and there's also so much, especially because Chris and I have discussed this before, where cancel culture is just so, so rampant right now. And you could say one wrong thing and a group of people are just like this. And it's like we need to be able to, especially in the queer community, learn to laugh at ourselves. Like, you know, mm-hmm. everybody can go out and make different straight jokes and how their behaviors are and this. And I feel like that's an area that people still tiptoe around because we've started to get into this area of like, yes, we have gay marriage in most places, but, you know, still in 68 countries, it's still illegal to be gay. Like, you know, things like right. that. And so we want to, to start the narrative of, hey, calm down. <laughs> right. Like, we can sit and talk about this just like everyday people sit and make these terrible movies and joke about stuff and do all of these things. It's almost like everybody holds the queer community to such a category of like, you need to be this perfect thing in this perfect little box and we need to be able to define you. And it's like, no, you need to feel comfortable defining me. I can define myself however I need to. And when we can sit and actually poke fun and discuss stuff and healthily disagree, like we sit and banter and go back and forth all the time as we've seen even just during this recording. But people don't get to see those healthy arguments it just all of a sudden just like slippery slope into like this person's canceled this person's canceled they're gonna lose everything because they said one thing and it's like chill we can we yeah. can joke about this we, we can, can agree talk to disagree about this. Fine. we can agree Fine to, to bring disagree. that back and yeah. that's what i think is a narrative that needs to happen in the lgbtq plus community because everybody just takes it so personal because we fought for so long for these things and it's like hey a part of this fight means that we get to progress and start talking in this way and start just being open to be ourselves, but also being open to laugh at ourselves. So, yeah. yeah. It's also, I, what I love about that too, is I feel like it's um, just because I know like, you know, we have gotten those kinds of emails where like people feel, uh, feel like when Ellie and I make some of those comments that it makes them belong less, you know? And I think it's like, it's something that's also hard to explain. And I know it's going to be different when someone is like new, like, you know, newly out, new to the community, like maybe hasn't, I mean, especially if you're if you're coming out later in life and you don't have like a, a big queer community that it's like it's hard to explain that sense of like exactly why I'm I'm like, I just want to be on this call for like forever because I'm like, there's something about that ability to like give each other shit about the stuff that, you know, doesn't really matter at all in the grand scheme of like really being queer, mm-hmm. you know, but that like, but it's fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's fun to pretend exactly. like it is. You know, like, and that's that sort of like exactly what you said, like that tongue in cheekness of it that like, I feel like probably gets lost on on people who haven't been around enough to like, understand that that's what it is, you know, that like, that's all it is. And there's that sense of like, you can push the the boundaries of like, that community and and give each other a hard time about it, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, it's I mean, (laughs) 
even with some of our conversations uh, that we've had on the podcast, it's been interesting to get feedback about our, you know, unpopular uh, opinions and everything. And like just seeing the different places that people come from uh, with it and everything. And just even explaining, you know, my perspective and, and taking in like what people say about it. Like, the, I don't know if you guys have listened to the Chick-fil-A episode where that was my... I haven't listened um, to that one yet, no. Yeah, oof. <laughs> oh, ooh. Um, we got something good coming up? Okay. Yeah, I mean, well, it's it, it's certainly unpopular and for very real reasons, but I say, like, I I like Chick-fil-A because I grew up with Chick-fil-A. It's delicious. I'm also a black queer woman. If I took a stance against every uh, company, and it's very timely now since there's, like, uh, social media coming up about, or just content coming out about the, the businesses that fund Trump, but again, I, it's a slippery slope. Like I would have to, I wouldn't have a lot of things I could actually, you know, um, give my money to because Jesus Christ, like it would literally be yeah. nothing left. <laughs> um, and Chick-fil-A is delicious. It's just delicious to me. I will eat other places uh, that have chicken sandwiches and all that. But like one of our uh, coworkers said, you know, wanted to talk about that and just saying like, obviously it's damaging what they're doing and what they fund and everything. And I was like, I totally understand that. But again, I think that's our difference sometimes in perspective because we have different identities. I was like, I'm a black queer woman. Like, again, I could, this would start a whole thing for me. I would like <laughs> have to boycott a lot of things. And I was like, I understand the anger around Chick-fil-A, but sometimes I'm like, mm, we could use that in other places too. Like there's other worse death stars out there that are like fucking up the world for us and our quality of life. Chick-fil-A is just not, delicious. that's not delicious. That is not delicious. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. And also since I am from the South, there's a lot of queer people who still work at Chick-fil-A. Like it's, it's still, you know, it's, has one of the higher uh, minimum wages in the country. They're always really good with their service. Hor- horribly owned, but it's like, we're not stopping, you know, going to Walmart. Um, Spotify is a, a big uh, supporter, not supporter, but funds Trump. There's so many things. We know these companies yeah. do that. So that's my thing where it's just like, I know it's not popular, but, but we can have those conversations. And I haven't gotten any like bad backlash so far, but like, yeah, there's people like, I see your opinion. I don't agree at all, but we're agreeing to disagree, which is totally fine. Like it's totally fine. So yeah, it's, we have to have room for that though. Yeah. And there's like very little room for that currently. Yeah. Like for even the most minor things. So to, if you start small, like maybe we can have more bigger conversations where people actually like listen to each other. Yeah, exactly. Rather than, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, Chick-fil-A is the stepping stone to a better world. <laughs> but, like, but maybe it is. <laughs> it's certainly delicious. All at listen, and my mine, I will this say is I'm like purely, I Chris, but Chick-fil-A is delicious. And it is literally my opinion is purely motivated on like food and me just being a fat ass. And I was just like, hey, because my coworker said that too, where it's just like, what about Popeye's fried chicken sandwich? And, and I was like, like it's, it, this doesn't stop us from eating Popeye's. Yeah, I'll, I'll eat that too. <laughs> like, I, it doesn't stop us from kids. Come on down. Eating <laughs> these things. Because yeah, she too. was, oh, she was so hurt. She started a group chat with us. And yeah, that once Chris kind of flipped that perspective on her, because she is a cis white woman and she is a bit older than us. And we were just like, yeah, well, think about all of the stuff that we would have to stop doing Lots or boycott because of the intersectionality of our identities. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's it is one of the things that I think like the the good place got so very right is like it is like ethical consumption with our dollars in today's world is like almost impossible. Like it's it's pretty darn close to impossible to like actually stop your money from going to I mean you can try to direct your money towards good causes as much as you can but it is really hard to avoid uh things that you know are terrible yeah Mm -hmm. like just categorically are like bad bad for the world should not exist and you're like but also i need it so what do you do you know it's like how do you it's like what are you gonna do like not buy a car not buy clothes not buy food yeah but like not buy a phone you have phones we know that there's some parts that are just yeah like so i mean and again it's i'm fine with you know boycotting the right things and i'm fine that people do boycott chick-fil-a and i I don't try and make it as a uh i don't know i don't go so so much i was like you don't buy them a shake and then set it in front of them and be like drink it yeah like (laughs) i'm just like it's fine like that's one less person in line but you know it's you know it's up to everybody like i get it like i totally get it and i'm like i would also never try and convince anybody especially a queer person to like no, but it's good. Like, I am not convincing you. I'm like, no, absolutely. They're awful. Up at the top. Not the food, but they're all, like, the food's great, but leadership, trash. Yeah. Trash. Valid. Is it time for our Q&A, Lee? I think it might be time. I feel like it's time. As long as our expert guests are ready. I, I'm ready. Always I'm a little ready. scared. Okay. I love a Q&A. Q. 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 And. And. Gay. We'll ask you and then we'll put them up on our Twitter for our listeners to answer as well. Um, so starting with question one, uh, Shane and Chris, what is your favorite queer urban dictionary term out of the following choices? A, diet stud, B, uncork the pork, C, studs band, or D, breeders? Oh, I had the choice and then you chose breeders. Yeah, I know. Breeders is fun, huh? Even breeders like breeders. You literally, you got me on breeders. Like, there's a show now called breeders. I mean, I came out recently but i don't know it's just something about calling them breeders it's just so satisfying just feels great yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and them getting it as well like oh, yeah mm. like the texts mm-hmm. that i got from some of my straight friends and like my brother and stuff afterwards they were like i get it and i feel some type of way about it but i also get it and i don't know how <laughs> yeah. to like, like i also it, identify with it, it yes, so, that is like that's me such a that's my thing. straight label that's it that's me it's, I feel like it, it gives that similar sense of satisfaction to that I now get from, like, OK Boomer. Like, it does kind of just, like, scratches a little itch that you didn't know was there. You yes. Know? <laughs> Solid that. Yeah. I'm surprised Uncork the Pork didn't get some I know. Love, it was but... going to be Uncork the Pork. <laughs> it was. Fine, but then you know? it's like, I do, I do use breeders way more now, thanks to Chris. Like, that was a thing that was not really in my vocabulary. And then that came through. Like, I loved the reaction that Uncork the Pork gets from the people, but I love my everyday usage of breeders. There you go. All right, question number two. Do you know your chart, your astrological chart? Oh, God. Yes, I, I know. Actually don't know my chart. God. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. After all of that. I'm talking to the audience. That. I know my, my sun and moon signs, though. I'm like an Aquarius. Is that part? That is a chart, right? Isn't that a chart? Is the sun well, and moon sign? Yeah, well, you don't, you, I, most people know their sun, their moon, and their rising. Oh, knew, see, I don't. Then you would. I haven't chart. gotten that far, but I know my sun. Oh, I'm sorry, my moon is Aquarius, and I forgot what my sun was. My my wife told me it, and your I sun forgot. is your sign. Your sun, sun is yeah, the sign. Oh, okay, yeah, good. yeah, okay, yeah. No, my moon sign is Aquarius. 
Mm. So that's all. That's as Kay. far as I go right now. Shana, that's a hard no for me. Chart? That's a hard no. <laughs> <sighs> she like, will know her chart. Don't. I soon crossed it out. Yeah. <laughs> this is team bonding that we're gonna have to do. Yeah. 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 At the retreat, we're all gonna do our charts yes. together. It's okay. gonna be great. It's <laughs> gonna be great. Uh, question three: What is your bad queer moment? A. I've never had a long distance relationship. B. I've never U-hauled. C. I've never been to Pride. Or D, I don't wear gay hats. Oh, I have two. You <laughs> <laughs> can tell us both. I was like, I've never U-hauled, mm-hmm. and I've never worn gay hats. I think that's mine, nice. too. Yeah, that's mine, too. Yeah. yeah. How I was like, my girlfriend you- and I have actively just been like, everybody thought that I was moving in with her because my roommates are moving out and I'm getting new ones. And they were like, aren't you moving in with your girlfriend? I was like, absolutely not. Yeah, like, I don't definitely say that. thought And that then you say that happen. to her, and she's, like, just as disgusted. Like, we're both like, no, we cannot. <laughs> and, and how long have you been together? We've been together, like, a little over a year and a half now. Okay. Wow. So yeah. you made it past the U-Haul point without you Sure did. Sure yeah. did. Impressed. That's wonderful. <laughs> Another success story. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. Question number four. What kind of queer are you? A, a good queer. B, a bad queer. Or C... A queer queer. Ooh, it's, you know, that C. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm a queer queer. Mm. I think I'm a queer queer. I think you're a queer queer. I think I'm a queer queer. <laughs> what are you, Shayna? I'm definitely a bad queer. Yeah, she's bad. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Shayna embraces it. I'm the yeah. worst. <laughs> yeah. There are so many things, like, and I'm in so many different queer groups as well. Like, I'm in the sporty ones. I'm in the musical what, like, because I... I also like got my degree in music and stuff. So I was like, I was with the theater gates. It was just all of it, all of it. I just would bring up stuff and people would just be like, what? It's <laughs> like audible gasp. All of it. So, okay. Yeah. I'm you got your degree in music and you have not yet joined one of our virtual karaoke nights. Ooh, well, next one. sign me up. Wow. There's virtual karaoke. <laughs> We've done two. It's been great. Oh, okay. I'm just saying. Just letting you guys know I have a mic and I have a voice. I'm as, long as, we're not, Actually, as long as we're not shooting a movie, then that's I'm what I'm ready for. <laughs> as long as it's singing for the sake of singing and not singing yes. a musical. Yes. yes. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I was like, Chris, uh, why haven't we had any karaoke events? I know. <laughs> well, we're probably what actually not for? even compatible friend-wise and we don't even know it yet we don't that's probably so why. that's why that's, that's why. why you don't want to schedule too far in advance true you have to wait till you see the chart yep. yeah 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 these are the we'll things so everything's on hold now yeah we gotta see if we're even compatible as friends so <laughs> get to this well Bottom. while you figure that out question five what is your unpopular queer opinion a i'm not a fan of the pride flag b i hate astrology c i hate musicals or D, I don't watch RuPaul's Drag Race. A and C for me. The mime are B and D. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though really I don't actually to see how I people vote on that. I don't watch RuPaul's Drag Race. I was like, you don't watch either. RuPaul's yeah. Like that one that. as well. Yeah. So three, I was about wow. to say, Chris is all of the above. <laughs> yeah, just about. <laughs> Jesus. I have a question about that. Is RuPaul's Drag Race really a straight girl gay man thing? Yes. I've yes. never seen RuPaul's Drag Race. I don't watch it either. Yes, it is. It Welcome is. To the club. It I know is. I know lesbians who do though. I know lesbians who are who are super into it, but I have never watched it. I've it never is, seen it. It is yeah. definitely in that category. Of My little cousin loves it that I mentioned that that's uh, queer. She tries like weekly to get me to watch it. And I was like, I just can't. And, but I don't mm. like, I mean, drag queens, I'll go to like a drag brunch and everything. But I am, if I had to pick something, it would be voguing in ballroom. I would want to see mm. and stuff like that. Like, I don't, 
I don't know. I just, mm, 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 no. Isn't I'm in awe, here? but I'm just like, oh, oh the okay. show is out. Legendary it's on out? HBO Max. Yep. Yes. Oh, it is out. Yes. So, it is out. Yeah, I'm cool with that, but no. And 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 you know, I know they're talented on that show. I've heard great things, but uh, pass. Yeah, pass. They are nah, both. Not for me. Not for me. Valid. Remember, you can give us your own answers to this episode's Q and Gay questions on our Twitter at Les Hangout Pod. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Like Lee said, we probably would stay on this call forever if forever uh but tell tell of all of our listeners where they can find you where they can find the podcast yes we are everywhere at bad queers pod so on instagram on twitter on facebook on everywhere that you can download podcasts uh that's where we are um and if you ever get lost just find us at her social app and it will guide you back mm-hmm. to us perfect it's just so yes. much fun you guys this was really this fun. Was, this is so great. This honestly. was fun. This is so much fun. <laughs> Ellie, I really want to find you a hat. I'm going to think about it long and hard and just like, there's a hat out there. Okay. Yeah. And there's then a hat we, out there. You've, you've committed to like at least two shirts and a hat now for us. Yeah, so. I think so. Yeah. Also, like you that. have to, yeah. You We're going to make sure to follow up. These are the things. We have action plans after this. Let me hear you say hip, 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 we're gay. We love hearing from all of you. We love continuing to build this community. So we like to shout out a couple things every episode or people who have reached out to us that just made us smile recently. And we want to start with Bethany, who sent us not just not just one message, like many messages on Instagram, each one of them sweeter and and more beautiful than the last. Uh, I know Ellie and I both were just verklempt at at these messages. So they talked a lot about how we are shining light into their world. Um, Bethany, you are shining light into our world. It just, it made us both really, really happy and emotional uh, reading everything you had to say. I'm getting emotional right now. (laughs) It really was. I said this to Bethany on Instagram, but it was just a day where I was feeling really, real down, like really down. And just reading your message, really, it just, yeah, your light, rubbed off on me as well. So it was really, really nice reading that message and also getting to talk back and forth with you. They're an acapella nerd as well, of course, choir nerd. <laughs> so we got to talk about choir and all that fun stuff. And so I just They said say, they like my Willow and Tara song and I almost cried. I know. And it takes a lot to make me cry. So I'm I mean it doesn't take that much to make me cry, but it's okay. <laughs> But seriously, I really do want you to know how much your message meant to us, Bethany. I also want to shout out Emma, who sent us another message on Instagram. They're a Supercorp fan who started listening when we had Abnormally Adam on the show. They said they pretty recently came out to their family. And so I just wanted to say a shout out to Emma. I know coming out can be really difficult and we're here for you, whatever you need. Whenever you need a smile in your ears, we are here. And lastly, we want to shout out Miranda, who also sent us a really great email. Uh, I wanted to shout out how you talked about dreaming of the day where you can run down the streets of a big gay city with a rainbow flag cape around your shoulders, hugging all the middle-aged people, giving out free mom hugs and free dad hugs at Pride. So I just want to say, Miranda, you ever find yourself at Pride with me, I will give you a free mom hug. No and questions asked. I'll give asked. you a free zaddy hug. <laughs> Uh, but we just we want to say again how much we absolutely love hearing from all of you it just it makes us so happy to know you're out there and to learn about you and to learn your names and to learn your stories um so keep them coming we just we can't get enough please do they really really make my week 
They really do. All right, and we would like to thank our Lesbian Jesus patrons, Tanya Ferguson, Jess Klaus, Danny Griswold, Sarah and Julia, Carrie Ann Lawrence, Mark Foster, Danny Gunlock Tamora, Alana Rosen, Kayla Kelly, Tara Gleason, and Jacqueline Rose Nishino. And our King Princess patrons, Lizette Stye, Amy and Ellen, Leah Hendley, and Liz Shen. And finally, our sponsorship at patron, Wendy K. Bartlett, reminding you to support your local arts and especially your queer arts. Oh, yeah. Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Let's Hangout Pod. You can email us at lesshangoutpod at gmail.com. Or check out our website at lesshangoutpod.com. Don't forget, Porch Pride is happening this week. There's going to be all sorts of events. We'll be posting everything on all of those places we just mentioned all week. So keep an eye out, and we'll see you at Porch Pride on Saturday. And make sure you post your pictures with the hashtag Porch Pride so we can see your celebration and we can share them on our social media. We also want to remind you that our final episode is on June 29th, and we are going to miss you all so much over the summer. But it's okay. We have all kinds of trivia for you to hang out with us over the summer as well. Don't worry. Make sure that you subscribe on whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. That way you'll get new episodes as soon as they go up. We're also posting videos on our YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash lesshangoutpod to catch them. If you want to help support the podcast, there are so many ways that you can do that. The first one is easy. It is free. Go on the Apple Podcasts app and leave us a rating and a review. It helps new people find the podcast. You can also help support us on Patreon at bit.ly slash lespatreon. I'm sure we're going to have some patron meetups this summer. We had an amazing Dungeons and Dragons meetup with our patrons. We are doing some crazy, lovely, beautiful things with our patrons. So if you want to be a part of that, you can do that at bit.ly slash lespatreon. We also have merch up. If you want to deck yourself out in Les Hangout swag, you can find tees and tanks and totes and mugs and all sorts of cool stuff. That is all at bit.ly slash lesshop. If you want to find us individually, you can find me at Ellie Brigida on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at LSH Foster. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's hang, hang out again soon. Let's hang out. out.